very good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's time for a letter to Hong Kong with Lo Kin Hei, Chairman of the Democratic Party and Chairman of Southern District Council. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Hong Kong, life wasn't easy in 2020. The fast-changing political environment, the pandemic and its effect were hard for Hong Kongers to swallow. I have seen how individuals suffered throughout the year. The loss of job and income, the difficulty in handling Zoom classes for their young kids, the reduced family and friends gatherings due to social distancing regulations, the hot traveling plans, together with the enactment of the national security law and its usage. Last year was probably one of the worst years Hong Kongers have seen after the Second World War. People hoped for a better 2021, but things seem not turning around as far as 2021 goes. Since the landslide victory by the pro-democracy camp in the District Council election in 2019, the Hong Kong and central governments started a series of disempowerment towards the District Councils, that is to strip off the power as well as the status of the now Democrat-led local councils. Becoming the Southern District Council Chairman puts me right at the centre of the struggle between the government and the popularly elected councils. District councils have long been the most democratically elected institution in Hong Kong. As representatives of the people, we try to raise issues that concern our constituents most. However, time and again, the government chose to respond in a non-cooperative manner blaming the councils for ultra-rivers. Yes, sometimes the issues we raised were not strictly local or municipal, but that was how the councils worked for decades. We discussed topics territory-wide like constitutional reform, tomorrow land town plan, refuse charges, and many other government policies in all different areas in the past when the pro-Beijing camp got hold of the councils. The government simply changed the rules. Nowadays, government officials will walk out of the meeting and deny to provide secretariat support whenever they wanted. They delayed or even refused to grant fundings approved by the councils, which are 100% local and beneficial to the community. District councils requested to discuss with the government on pandemic control measures in our respective communities but the government's always refused. The disregard for public scrutiny is the hallmark of the current government. Recently, the National People's Congress of the People's Republic of China decided to overhaul the Hong Kong electoral system. Although the decision itself didn't contain many details on the future constitutional arrangement, it is widely believed that those changes will involve the district councils. The current five supersedes in the Legislative Council, which are nominated by district councillors and are returned by popular votes, will probably be cancelled. The 117 seats in the Election Committee subsector, responsible for electing the Chief Executive, returned by district council votes, will be cancelled or sharply reduced. The NPC and pro-Beijing politicians in Hong Kong claimed, according to Article 97 of the Hong Kong Basic Law, that the district councils are not organs of political power, which is true. However, 
their claims never surfaced in the past 24 years when they are the ones who dominated the district councils. So, again, the government changed the rules. I have been a district councillor for nine years, but my first election was a failure while I lost by a margin of 27 votes in 2007. I respected my voters' choices and worked hard to try to win them over. I won in the 2011 election and got re-elected in 2015 and 2019, delivering wider vote margins each time. That is the way I understand election and representative democracy. We don't blame voters for not choosing us. We don't need the government to disqualify our opponents. We don't need to change the rules to ensure a win. We don't undermine voters' influence in elections. Instead, we try to understand the voters, listen to them and respond well to them. We may not be able to achieve everything they hope for and we don't need to actually. But they can feel the respect we have for them. And they will appreciate the sincerity and hard work showcased by our actions. These are what I expect from the confident central and Hong Kong government as well. Politics aside, Southern District has some opportunities in the coming years. The long-awaited Ocean Park Water World is scheduled to open this summer after years of delay. I had the privilege to visit the site a few weeks ago, and I'm excited about all the facilities, including the slides and wave pools. This brand new attraction will surely draw much attention from local Hong Kongers who got fabulous memories of the old water world two decades ago. The Southern District Council is working closely with Ocean Park to ensure that the traffic will not be a problem when the water world launches. Ocean Park is also undergoing a critical think over in an attempt to save itself from bankrupting. The initial signs are positive. Ocean Park new administration led by Mr. Lau Ming-wai acknowledged the problems the park had for years. They discussed broadly with staff, customers and the community, came up with fresh ideas, a new business model and forging towards the direction more acceptable by different stakeholders. I am not sure whether the new business model can guarantee Ocean Park financial sustainability, but it is worth trying. Our council members will give our most authentic opinions to Ocean Park, and we hope that they will consult us as early as possible when their new plans become more materialized. Another initiative in Southern District is the Invigorating Island South Scheme proposed in last year's policy address. This scheme is both challenging and exciting for the community. On the one hand, we believe there should be some integration and coordination among different stakeholders in the district. On the other hand, we fear that the new developments will clash with residents' lives. And we are also well aware of the adverse effects a similar initiative brought to the Kuntong district a decade ago. The Southern District Council has already offered our opinions to the Invigorating Island Self-Office on various occasions from large-scale infrastructures such as the construction of the MTR South Island Line West, the expansion of the Aberdeen Typhoon Shelter, the redevelopment of the fish market and the redevelopment of Aberdeen Sports Ground and Swimming Pool.
to smaller scale improvements, including water transportation, better connectivity within the district, a more comfortable pedestrian environment, so on and so on, were all raised and will be followed up closely. Southern District will be heading for some forms of transformation again in the coming years, and we sincerely hope you will be a part of it. We welcome public opinions, especially at this very early stage, as this is how a representative democracy should and would work. Yours truly, Lo Kin Hei, 36-year-old, born, raised, and spent my entire life in Hong Kong.